Okay, Boker Tov. Today's daf is the last daf from Sochem Daf Kufchov Aleph. In Sochem, as we make a siyam, Mir Hashem, and today we learn we <coughs> for a refor shleimah for Tova Miriam Bas Dvora Mindel. <coughs> now, yesterday we learned in, on Kufchov that um, a Pesach after Chatzos Alayla, a carbon pestle was brought as metamidayim. Why? Because we went according to the sheet of Lazman Azariah that midaraisa, you can't eat the carbon pesach after midnight. After midnight, it has no purpose. The carbon pesach is only until midnight, just like the Makas Bechoros was at midnight. This is only until midnight. Therefore, after midnight, it effectively becomes nosar. It's a leftover carbon. You eat it, Yechayev Koros, technically. Technically. But does it really mean that if you eat the carbon pesach? The Gemara said that if you eat the carbon pesach, after Chatzos, according to Blazim Nazaria, presumably you're not Yotze. But the Mishnah says, didn't say that it's really that it's Nosar in the sense of Yechayef Karas. Karas is usually on feed until the next day, if you leave it over till the next morning. Then it's really Nosar. But this is at least Nosar, and you're certainly not Yotze. The mitzvah of Karben Pesach, if you ate it after midnight, according to Blazim Nazaria, according to the other Shita, that would be Rabbi Kiva. He disagreed with me. He said, no, it's only a harchaka. We do it, we do it where we want to keep you away from doing it a veira, of eating it after morning, after a losa shachar. So we say, stop eating it at chatzos. But technically, if you ate it after chatzos, you'd still be yotz to the mitzvah. The machlokas would be, would be yotz to the mitzvah. Korban Pesach, if you ate it after chatzos. According to Rabbi Lezer you're not yotze. According to Rabbi Kiva, you would be yotze. But Rabbi Lezer wouldn't necessarily say that it's no sar in the sense that your chayv chorus if you ate it after chatzos, presumably that would only be if you ate it the next day. The Gemara, so, the mid, so yeah. Why, mm-hmm. So why don't we do that with all the Corbin O's? That's what we do. Make it so that you know, you're not over, uh, even a shlomin that you can eat it uh, two, two days and one night. Right. Make it so you can only eat the one night, then you can't eat it the next day. No, no. Because uh, uh, maybe you no, no, so, so most of the kabbanos, most of the kabbanos you could eat for a day and a night until alosa shachar the next day. And the rabbi said by most of them ad chatzos. If you look in Ezo Ezo Makoman that we say every day, it says ad chatzos, ad chatzos by shalmei tzibur and by chatos by the kabbanos. It usually says ad chatzos. Why? To keep you away from doing an avera in a You really could eat it until alosa shachar, but here we're marchik you from that. And by shlomo, which you could eat for two days and a night, also it wouldn't be no sir until the next morning. You could only eat it for the one day, the, that night, and the next day. You can't eat it after shkia, but no sir, it's only the following day. Then you'd be hive cars for eating it. But here the Mishnah said that the Pesach after Chatzos is metame yadayim. Why is it metame your hands? Because it goes on with pigla no sir, metame yadayim. The end of the Mishnah is pigla no sir, or metame yadayim. This is no sir, effectively. It's not Nosar, maybe Del Raisa, but it's Nosar, at least Rabbanan, that it's like Nosar, and it's Matami your hands. What does it mean, Matami your hands? So this, this is certainly a Allah Rabbanan. Pigala Nosar. Pigala is, if, again, if you, if you uh, brought the carbon with the Kavana, you're going to eat. You did any of the votes with the Kavana, you're going to eat it outside of its time period. Then the whole animal becomes Pigal. And if you eat it, you're Chayv Karas. But the, pig, the animal has to be burnt, has to be destroyed. You're not Yotzer the Mitzvah. So, no, sir, is if it was left over literally till the next morning, till the time beyond which you can't eat it anymore, and then it's no, sir, if you eat that, you're also chayv karas. Both of those, if you eat it, you're chayv karas. But the Mishnah is telling you, a drabota, the rabbi said, you know what, it's also matami your hands. Why is it matami your hands? The rabbota made in order for you to avoid pigle, 
And to avoid Nusser, how do you avoid Pigel? By having a good Machshava, not for the Kohen, not having a bad Machshava when he when he's, uh, does any of the, of, the, of the services, any of the avoda. How do you avoid Nusser? By eating it all on time. Don't leave anything over till the next morning. So the Gemara now at the bottom of Kufchaf and the base says like this, these two rabbis, one said the reason for the Mishnah is because of Kohanim uh, who are under suspicion. Chashad is a suspicion. Chashash is a fear, a concern. Chashad is a suspicion. Usually means a suspicion of doing some sort of an Avera. We find an Avera of, of adultery, or in this case we're talking about, we're concerned that the Kohanim will on purpose ruin the guy's carbon. You got a bad, you got a rotten Kohen over here who's going to ruin the guy's carbon. Either because he just doesn't care and want, or he wants to do the person harm, Rashi says another reason could be uh, because um, he thinks he'll be able to eat it. He thinks he'll be able to take it home and eat it. But Rashi's shot on that is a little bit strange, says the Rashbam, because what do you mean he'll take it home to eat it? If it's a chashara of pigle, pigle you can't eat. Nobody can eat pigle. It's chayv karis. So Rashi adds on, no, that maybe you're concerned that maybe since this Pesach is like really a kind of a shlomim, right, except for the fact the way you eat it, it's basically a kind of a shlomim. It's kachim kalim. And if you brought it l'shem chata, but by kachim kalim, by shlomim, the coin only gets the chaz of a shok, he only gets a very small portion. But if it's a chatas, he eats the whole thing. So maybe he'll bring the shlomim l'shem chatas and he'll be able to eat the whole thing. But of course, this isn't the case of pigel. That's a case of, of shinu balam, or shinu kodesh. You change the carbon, not, not you change the owner, but you, not shinu balam, but shinu kodesh. You change it from one kedusha to another. Now, if it's a chatas or a pesach, we learned at the beginning of zvachim, that it's totally puzzle. But if you did it l'shem, if you did a shlomim l'shem, or a pesach l'shem chatas, it's not puzzle. It's not Olul Bam Shem He's not Yotze, but it's not puzzle. But this doesn't fit in with the word pigle. That's not pigle. Pigle is when you bring, you did one of the four avodas with the Machshavah, you're going to eat it outside of its time period. That's nothing that that's Shini Kodesh is a different soul. Anyway, so, so Rashbam doesn't like with, with the way Rashi explains that. But in any case, the Machshavah of pigle is, is that we're afraid. And that's one of the rabbis who explained that the reason he is because of Chashadai Kuna. Because you're concerned that the Kohanim are going to do this on purpose, they're going to ruin it. Uh, so uh, what's the concern? The concern is that they're, they're doing a terrible sin. They're going to be mefagal this carbon. Now you might, so therefore, therefore, what did the rabbis do? The rabbis said, you know what? If it's pigle, it's going to be tommy your hands. So is that such a big concern? Here is a Kohen who's ruining a whole carbon and turning it into pigle. The punishment for which if you eat it, you're high of karas. And he's going to worry about his hands becoming tamay by touching it. Say, you know what? The rabbi said that if, if, you, if a coin turns something into pigle, his hands are going to be tamay. Is that, is that a concern? The answer is yes. Because in those days, the concern for being tamay was worse than anything. Here he brings down and tells us that um, they, they made exeri, you shouldn't be, that uh, the coin shouldn't be mefagel with a kavana uh, to, to, so that the, uh, the owner will lose his carbon. So you might say, if they're not concerned about pigle, they wouldn't be concerned about their hands being tummy. You could say, no. Tumas Chamora, even for the Rasham, even the evildoers, being tummy was a terrible concern. That Taharas Kalim was more important to them than murder. You know, they'd easily commit murder, but they wouldn't want to become tummy. That was a big concern in those days. Today we don't have Tumah. 
We don't have that kind of Tumah because we have no way to be Matar ourselves. We're all considered Tomei. But the concern there about being Tomei was worse than even murder. And therefore, uh, th- th- that's the concern that, uh, you know, we, so we said, you know what, if, you, if you're Mephagalit, they made a Xerah, if, maf- if you are Kohen, if you're Mephagal, the, the carbon, and you touch it, your hands are going to become Tomei. Okay, so they said that in order to avoid Kohen and being Mephagal. Another concern was that they figured, like we said, that maybe they'll eat it. They'll do it in a way that they could eat it. They, they, not really Piggle. In any case, so one of these two rabbis, Rafuna of Chista, one said that the reason for the for the Xera that they said it's Tomei is because of Kohenim who are under suspicion that they would be Mephagal, the carbon on purpose. Chashadei Kuna. And one says because of lazy Kohenim. What do you mean lazy Kohenim? Because they'll leave over the uh, carbon. They're not going to eat it on time. They're not going to bother with it. And they'll become no sir. So the rabbi said, if it's no sir, it's tummy your hands. But as we'll see, there's not really a machlokas, because one is giving the reason for piggle, and one's giving the reason for no sir. The reason for piggle, the reason why we say piggle your hands are tummy, is that the kornim shouldn't be mefagal the carbon. They shouldn't on purpose ruin the carbon. The reason for no sir is they shouldn't become lazy. So they're giving two different reasons for two different aspects. One is for piggle, one's for no sir. Now, Here's a real machlokas. Rav Huna and Rav Chista aren't really arguing with chashadei kuna, not tzalei kuna. One is giving the reason chashadei kuna is because is for the reason for pigel. Atzalei kuna, a lazy kornim, is the reason for nosa. But here's a machlokas. How much does their hands have to touch in order for them to become tamei? When the rabbis made examen said your hands will become tamei if if you and if you not your hands if you touch it you will become tamei. How much do you have to touch a kazayis or a kabeza? So now the Gemara explains on Kuf Chafalf at the top. Again, one gave the reason for Pigel, that's Chashad Kuna, and one gave the reason for Nosa, which is Atzalei Kuna, they shouldn't be lazy and leave it over. Another concern was that um, Atzalei Kuna, not just they shouldn't leave it over, but there's always Nosa. Apparently, you couldn't eat, there wasn't enough Kohanim, enough, there was, when there's a lot of Karbonos, uh, there's always going to be something left over, they're not going to finish every last bit. The concern was, so the halach is, the next morning you got to burn it, as long as it's not Shabbos Yom, if you burn it the next day. The concern was, if there's so much, so many animals around, they'll gather it up and say, I'm not going to make a fire now and burn and burn this one. I'll wait till there's a whole bunch, a few, let's, let's keep it a few days and we'll burn it all together. That's another chashad of Atzalei Kuna. Okay, so mandatania pigol mishim chashadei kona, as we said. They want to learn the reason the reason is going on pigol, that's because of chashad, that the concern, the, the concern is that the kona will on purpose ruin your carbon. Mandatania nosar, the one who learned that the reason is because of nosar, he learned mishim because he might leave it over, you'll become lazy. In other words, make sure you should try, make every effort to finish eating the carbonos. This goes both for Kohenim and Yisraelim. If the, if the Yisraelim could eat it, they should, they should take part in it. It's a mitzvah to eat the carbon, on the quantum as well as on the Israelim, if it's a carbon that could be eaten, like carbon shlom, it could be eaten by the Balam, by anybody. <laughs> now, when we said, so when we say over here, there's really no machlokas in terms of pigle and noser. One's giving the reason for pigle, that's chashadiku, and one's giving noser, that's atzalikuna. But here there's a machlokas. <laughs> How much do you have to touch in order for you to become tamay? Is it kazayas, which is the normal amount for eating? And the or is a kibetzah, which is normal amount for being metame other foods. Manda is kiisuro. How much is usher to eat? In other words, it's usher to eat any amount of pigolinosa, just like it's usher to eat any amount of treif or tame or pig or whatever, right? We hold that chatzishir is usher manatora. 
The question is when you get a punishment. You only get a punishment when you eat a kazayas. That's the normal amount. There's other resource on, on, on Yom Kippur, the amount is a koseves. On, uh, there's other times when the amount is different than a kazayas, but the general rule is kazayas. These halachas shirim or halach l'mosh misinai. So mandor mekazayas ki isuro. The amount that you have to eat in order to you to be chayev, no sor or pigle, is a kazayas. So that's also the amount that the rabbis decreed that if you if you touch the kazayas, you are tame of either this, either pigle or nosa. Mandomer kabeza ketum aso the shear for food to be metame something else, other food is a kabeza. The amount, any amount of food could become tame if it touched something else, if it touched us something else, which is tame. But the amount of food that's necessary to be metame to transmit the tumma to some other food is a kabeza. So he goes with that shita. So on that, there's a machlokes. Whether it's a kabeza or or a kazayas, but on the chashari kuna and that tzali kuna, we said there's really no machlokas. One's going on pickle, one's going on noser. Says the last mission in the, in the parak. Beirach birchas pesach poter eshel zevach. Today, unfortunately, we don't have a carbon pesach. We don't have any carbonos, and therefore we don't make the bracha. However, if you had a carbon pesach on leila seder, or the Chagiga, which is the Zevach that we're talking about over here, that you ate together with the Pesach. We said the Karmen Chagiga, there was a Karmen Chagiga that was brought in Tesvav. There's also a Karmen Chagiga that was brought in Yadalid, that you brought that in order to make your main meal on the Zevach, so you should eat the Karmen Pesach, which is like we talked yesterday, like the Afikoman. Before the Af- you don't eat a Afikoman, but the last thing that you eat the Karmen Pesach is eating Alasova. At the end of the meal, you eat the Karmen Pesach. So, <clears throat> what bracha do you make? So when you eat the carbon pesach in those days, you made a bracha. Rashi says alechilas pesachim. Other rishonim say lechol ha pesach. Different or lechol esa pesach. Different gears as to what the bracha was. When it comes to zvachim, the bracha was alechilas zvachim, or Rashi alechilas shlamim, because the chagiga is really kind of shlamim, or lechol hazevach. Different shitas as to what the exact bracha was. But now, when you're eating this all leila seder, do you have to make two brachas or one? So the mission says, if you made a bracha on the Pesach, you're pater, you pater the carbon zevach. Why? As we'll see, as we'll explain at the end, the svar in Gemara and Zvachim is because the Pesach is the eker, and the zevach is the tuffel. You're really only eating the zevach in order to be able to eat the Pesach alasova. So since the Pesach is the eker, if you make a bracha la Pesach, you yod say the zevach too. You don't have to make a separate bracha on the zevach. Berach es shel zevach, but if you made a bracha on the zevach, which is the tuffel, the secondary one, lo pater shel Pesach. If you made a bracha first on the zevach, then you should eat, then you have to make another bracha on the Pesach, which would be the normal thing, because the chari, you, you ate the zevach first, you ate the, you ate the, um, um, the carbon chagiga first in order to eat the Pesach alasova. So presumably you made the bracha first on the zevach, on the chagiga, and then you make a bracha on the Pesach, the Vishmal. So Vishmal basically says, so the normal course is you ate two brachas, you made a bracha on the chagiga, and then you made a bracha on the Pesach afterwards. But if you, for some reason, you made the bracha on the Pesach first, you took a bite of that first, you don't say, you don't have to make another bracha on the Karmen Chagiga. Or B'Kiv Omer, Loz, pardon? Why doesn't the Hamot say Yotzeh? Because Everything it, that you're going to eat. Good, because, because over here, that's the Iker Mitzvah. In other words, in other words, here, the, the main reason why you're sitting down to the Seder is to eat the Karmen Pesach. That's the main Mitzvah of the day. And even though matzah is also a mitzvah, matzah is also a mitzvah, the rice, as we said, even mizmanazeh, but this has its own chashivas. It's like, uh, it's like uh, if, you make a, um, if you make a motzi uh, and then you have wine in the middle of the meal, you still have to make a bar per because it has its own chashivas. It's a special thing unto itself. 
so that even if you have intention of eating it, you know, they say with dessert, if they bring you a mazonis afterwards and you weren't planning any, you have to make a mazonis on the, uh, if you're eating a piece of cake afterwards, was it because you weren't intending on eating it. But had you had a kavon originally when you made the mozi, you wouldn't have to make a bracha on the piece of pie, whatever, you know. Avram makes a fantastic pie. He makes many pies, but he makes a fantastic pie. And a mazonis, you have to make a bracha, you have to make a bracha on Avram's pie, even if you made a mozi with kavana, because it had such chashivas, it's such a fantastic pie. He makes many other good foods, but pie is one of his best. Anyway, so um, uh, so over here it has a chashivas, just like wine has a chashivas. Here the the, uh, the the carbon has a special chashivas. So Rabbi Shmuel says, if you made a bracha on the Pesach, you don't have to make a bracha on the Chagiga. Rabbi Kiva says, no, lo zu zu, lo zu zu. Neither one Neither one absolves you from making a bracha on the other one. Neither one patras the other one. They each have their own chashivas, and you have to make a bracha on each one. So says Rabbi Kiva. What's the reason for his Rabbi Kiva apparently holds that neither one is secondary to the other? The carbon Pesach is chashiv, and the carbon Chagig is pashiv. you got to make a bracha on each and every one. The Gemara, though, says a strange thing. Gemara says, you have this Lashon and Shah several times, Kshetim Salomer. He says, when you analyze it, you could say that maybe this is the Sfar of the Machlokas. Ladiver Rabbi Shmuel, According to Rabbi Shmuel, what does that mean? A regular carbon, uh, not, I shouldn't say a regular carbon, it depends, but most kabars, let's say, chatos, you do this rikas, not really not by zrika, but rather by taking your right, the coin takes his right finger and smears the blood on the four corners of the mezbech by a regular chatos. By, um, uh, by most other kabanos, it's done by, by sprinkling the dam. The dam is taken in a mizrak, like in a pitcher or a bowl, and he sprinkles it either on one side of the Mizbech or on two corners, two diagonal corners of the Mizbech, so it goes on all four sides. That's Zrika. By carbon Pesach, and here Rashi is difficult, difficult Rashi over here, different gears and Rashi. It's not clear. He says about, he's talking about the, the, according to Rashi, Rashi says he talks about the Shirayim, but the other unfortunately, we're not talking about the Shirayim. The main Zrika of Pesach is not by by sprinkling it, by sort of tossing the, water, the, the dam from the bowl, but rather by pouring it. Pouring it on the wall, and it goes down to the uh, to the yisod, to the foundation of the mizbeach. So he says like this: by by Pesach is normally done by shvicha, by pouring. Most, the other karbonis, like shlomim, like the carbon uh, chagiga, which is a kind of a shlomim, is done by zrika. So you could analyze, you could say that Rabbi Shmuel holds zrika is included in shvicha, meaning if I did the chagiga with pouring instead of uh, sprinkling. That's also, you're also Yotze. Therefore, he says that if you made a bracha on the Pesach, which is done by pouring, you're Yotze also, you're Yotze the bracha for the uh, Chagiga, which is done by sprinkling. So according to Bishmuel, Zrika is included in Shvicha. Therefore, so to speak, the Chagiga could be included in the way you do the carbon Pesach. And therefore, if you made a bracha on the Pesach, you're also Yotze for the Chagiga. But not the other way around. If the carbon Pesach has to be poured, Gently, you pour it gently. It means it's got to hit all the wall. It's got to hit the wall and the and the and down on the yisod. You got to pour it. That's not including zrika. You can't do that by zrika. Therefore, if you made a bracha on the uh, chagiga, you're not yotze the carbon pesach. That's what Rabbi Shmuel said. If you made a bracha on the pesach, you yotze the chagiga. If you made a bracha chagiga, you're not yotze on the pesach. That's how Rabbi Shmuel would hold the Rabbi Kiva lo shvicha bechal zrika, lo zrika bechal shvicha. There are two different kinds of services. One is pouring and one is rika. Neither one is included in the other. Meaning, if the carbon pesach you did by zrika, you're not yotze, and if you did the chagiga by shvicha, you're not yotze. Therefore, he says that each one has its own bracha, and each one's not mot to the other ones. 
the Mefarsh Mechazonish asks on this, what does is, what is the manner of pouring or zrik have to do with the bracha? What does one have to do with the other? The, the two things are, are not, are not uh, in sync. I mean, there's a, you're right, there are two different aspects, but why? So, interesting that he says also, the Rambam Paskins like Rebbe Kiva, that you have to make a bracha in each one. And from the, on the other side, he says, that he not like not like this far in the Gemara there, but Kiva says no. Shvicha is not included in Zricha, and Zricha is not included in Shvicha. If you did one in place of the other, either one it doesn't work. Not true. Even the other Mefarshim say also that even Rabbi Kiva says that Chachila you should do Zricha when Zricha is necessary and Shvicha when Shvicha is necessary. But Bidiavad, if you did already, In other words, it's mash from the Gemara. This is only like a Havman. He says if you want to analyze it, you could say this way. You could say that according to Bishmoel, since Zrika, if you have to do Zrika and you did Shvicha, that's okay. Therefore, if you made the car, if you made a bracha on the Pesach, you would say for the Chagiga. Uh, but the other way around doesn't work. You can't do the, the carbon Pesach, you can't do Bizrika. Therefore, if you made a bracha on the Chagiga, which is good Bizrika, you're not Yotze for the Pesach. According to Bekiva, no, neither one works for the other way, and therefore neither bracha works for the other way. But that doesn't necessarily hold true, because even according to Bekiva, you could be Yotze if you did the Karmic Chagiga with Shvicha, you are Yotze. Yet, the Ramam also paskins, like Rabbi Kiva, that neither one, uh, neither one absolves the other. If you made a brach on one, you have to make them the other. Therefore, it, the best is to say that the Ramam is like the Moskona and the Gemara in Zvachim, that the reason of the Mishnah is not like the Gemara said, Lishitim so Many times when the Gemara says, when you want to analyze it, you can understand, oh, if you really think about it, this is the, this is the analysis of the Machlokas. But according to the, what we're saying now, the Pesach, uh, this, this doesn't really hold, because Rabbi Kiva holds, yes, you have to make a brach in each one, each, neither one is the other to the other, and yet if you made a, if you brought the, uh, uh, the uh, Chagiga, and you poured instead of, uh, instead of sprinkled, you're Yotzei, so the two things are, don't necessarily go hand in hand, one doesn't, uh, one doesn't depend on the other, and therefore the best way is to say is that the question is, is, is the uh, Chagiga secondary to the carbon Pesach, Carbon Pesach is certainly the Iker Bracha, is certainly the Iker carbon that we're bringing. That's the mitzvah to eat the carbon Pesach. If you have a lot of carbon Pesach meat, you don't have to bring a Chagiga. Chagiga is only to make sure that you eat the carbon, the carbon Pesach a la sova. You eat it already satiated. So according to, according to um, uh, what we're saying now, uh, the the Sephara and the Gemara does not really oiskalten, as we say. It doesn't really, that's not really the final Sephara. The real Sephara is, is it secondary or not? According to Bishmael, the Chagiga is secondary to the Pesach. So if you made a bracha in the Pesach, you would say the carbon Chagiga. You don't have to make a separate bracha al Zevach or al Achilas Shlamim or al Achilas Vachim. You don't have to make a separate bracha on the Chagiga. But if you made a bracha on the Chagiga, you have to make a bracha on the Pesach because the Pesach is the main carbon. According to Rebekiva, neither one is secondary. They're both important in their own right, and therefore neither one uh, uh, is if you made a bracha in either one, you're not motz, it does not motzi the other one, and you have to make two brachas according to Rebekiva, and that's how we paskin that you have to make two brachas, both on the Chagiga and on the Korban Pesach. Now the Gemara tells us a story which we have to relate to our Mishnah. Let's see how we're going to relate this to the Mishnah. The Gemara, the Masechah ends off with this famous story, Rav Samloi, and I'm at days now, Rav Samloi Ikla Pidyan Aben, he visited, he went to a Pidyan Aben, Bomine, they asked him, Pshita, it's obvious. 
right? Pshita al pidyon aben asher kisham tosvanu al pidyon aben. That's the bracha of the aben varach. Who makes the bracha al pidyon aben? The father. He's being po to his son, supposedly from the kohen. So he has to make the bracha al pidyon aben. He's being po to his son. What about the bracha of shechiano? Baruch shechiano v'kimano v'yano lazed. That bracha that we make often, right? Who makes that bracha? Does the kohen break the bracha? Or avi aben varach? Or does the father of the of the baby make the bracha? Does the kohen mavarach the kamati analiyade? He's the one getting the money over here, so maybe he's making a shechianu because he's getting the money. Oh, avi aben mavarach, or does the father of the baby make the bracha? The covered mitzvah. He was po to his son. So mitzvah, it's a mitzvah. It's a, it's a not necessarily once in a lifetime. Uh, first of all, it's very rare for many people. It's 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 very rare to make a pidyon aben in general. To make it very rare doesn't come out. I think we once figured out that it's less than you know five percent or three percent of the uh, births result in a pidyon aben. But if a man had multiple wives over his life and each one gave birth to a firstborn son and there was no kohanim and levim etc. and it was a natural birth, all the rules apply. You could have several, right? So when he makes the bracha, but it's a rare occasion. So you make a shechianu. Who makes a shechianu? The kohen or the father? So have it be other. So Rav Samloy, when they asked him this question, he didn't know the answer. Also, he went and asked in the base Spanish, the father makes the bracha, makes both brachas, the father makes the bracha on both. What does this have to do with our Mishnah? And also, there are several questions over here. One question is, the Kohen would make a Shechionu because he got five shekels? <laughs> Every time you get five shekels, you make a Shechionu? You make a Shechionu if you have a mitzvah hanas aguf. Uh, you know, you're, 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 uh, you're drinking the wine now, you're making Kiddush, you put on a new garment, Hashem, for Pesach, you, you, there's some hanas aguf. But just because you got, a, you, know, you got five shekels over here, what's well, kind of far that the Kohen should make a bracha over here? So he wants to say that, the, uh, this is brought down from the Brit Sadik, that the idea over here is really when the, when the father's being poted, his son, he's not being poted from the coin. He's being poted from the Rabboni Shalom, from Hashem. Except the coin is the shliach over here. So the, the, the coin is really just doing an avod, it's like a vote in the base of Migdash. So the shechionah that he's making on is on his service that he's doing. It's like hanas nefesh. That's already why you could have a havmina. Why the coin? He's not making the bracha because he got five shekels. The, the kamati la'anah doesn't mean physically he's getting some cash over here. It means because he's doing hanah, he's doing his avod, he's doing the shlichas of a Kaddish Baruch But what does it have to do with, um, with our Gemara? And the Rishash asks another kasha. The Rishash asks, the last Rishash in the Masechta says, why, why, what's the question over here? Why shouldn't they both make a Shechianu? What's the question over here? They're both involved in this mitzvah. They're, together they have to do the mitzvah, right? This is a mitzvah you can't do by yourself. You have to give money to the Kohen, be part of the sum. So the Chorakashim, a coin on his Hanah, let's call it the Hanah's Hanefesh that he's getting from fulfilling, doing Avodah for Hashem. Vaviyabel, kiyam a mitzvah. Benil Ayasdaiti says the Rashash, the Bemis Pshitu, it's Davar Pashit, the Shneim Srikhan Labarach. Of course they both have to make a Shechiano over here. There's no question. Rakmi Boile, me other who should make the Bracha and be Yotse, me Motsi the other, the Yotse as Chavero. Do me the Plukta Rabbira Rabbonan, the Mishnah, Biaslafana Minha, if you have a lot of Minim, you know, if you have several Minim in front of you, you have a Barpe Adama and you have a Barpe which Bracha should you make Motsi the other ones, or a different species, which is more Chashit, me Motsi the other one. 
That's why it makes sense that this story was brought down. What is Pidyan Abeni? We're talking about Par- Psachim. <laughs> We're talking about Psachim, the rules of Psachim, Psachim, Leila Seder. And all of a sudden you're bringing in a Pidyan Abeni over here. What does this have to do? Because it's the same idea that we're talking about. Who should make the bracha? It's clear that you should make a bracha, but who should make the bracha? Who should make both brachas? Should the Kohen make the brachas? Or should the Aviyah Ben make the brachas? And that's what we saw in the Mishnah also. The Mishnah said, if you make a bracha on the Pesach, you're, are you motzei, are you yotzei also for the carbon Chagiga? Right? You're motzei, you don't have to make two brachas. Or, right, right? It's the same idea that if you made, if, which, if you, in, which, in one case you have to make both brachas, in another case one bracha can be motzei the other one. So here too we're talking about who should make the bracha and be motzei the other person. And that's what we mean. That's the relationship to our Mishnah that we're talking about making a bracha. Not that the one should make a bracha doesn't have a chief to make the bracha. The coin also should make the brachas. But who should, who's the more important to make the bracha? The, you know why? Who should make the bracha? Aviyah ben Baruch Shtayim, because he, he's, the real, he's the father. He's being Poda's son. He is the, the mitzvah's incumbent on him. Any Kohen could do it, right? It doesn't have to be this particular Kohen, but the mitzvah's on him. Therefore, he makes the bracha for both of them, and that's how the motzah, and that's why it's brought down. That's the relationship to this Mishnah. We talk about making one bracha for uh, two items, or uh, being motzah, or here, one bracha for two people, being motzah. The last Rashbam in the Perak also says, Mishim mine brachos two kinds of brachos by one person, one depends on the other. One depends on the other. One depends on the other. Makes two brachas in front. This ends off the Mesechtas Psachim, which has taken us Baruch Hashem four months, and we've completed. And now we'll begin the next thing. But first we'll make the Hadra, and then we'll begin Shkolem. Hadra, Mesechtas Psachim, Hadra, Alon. Sorry. <laughs> So Thomas had told me P um P Zari Bezer Zari at Olam that this guy in Bibi Sachatan Khosach Peshach with Tishmar Allah Bakasi Tishakibi Mimacha Yashiva Khashan's Chaim Archim Mir Bismala Shabbat Adonai Ozlama Yitana Nebrahim of Shalom and I'll say the Kaddish later on when we have the minion in front of us. Now we're going to begin Bezra Sashem Mesachta Skalam and we're going to learn Shkalam Leili Nishmas Avram Leili Nishmas your grandfather what's his name please? And we're going to finish the Masechda at his yard site. 
Now, Masech Shkolem is a little bit of a, an anomaly that um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very small Masechet, but also it's basically Yerushalmi. Uh, it was complete. They stuck it into the, the bobbling to the Seder of the, um, uh, of the Dafyomi, but it was, basically was a Masech in Shkolem. The Mishnahis, as we'll see, are more readable because they are regular Hebrew, but the Gemara is a very strange, uh, it's Yerushalmi Lashon, but it's a very strange lashon. A lot of the words you're missing a lot of the verbs. Uh, many times, Amar Amru is missing. You got to sort of play along and figure out the words. So lashon was a little bit strange. Now the Masechet starts with Daf Beis, as every other Masechet does, and ends with Daf Chaf Beis, I believe, right? Chaf Beis, which means that there are 21 pages, right? 21 pages. That's why. There's a total of 2,711 pages in, sh- in the, in the Dafyomi sh- Daf that we learn, the 40 Masechtas. There's 40 Masechtas, a total of 2,711 uh, pages, folios, uh, pages, two uh, sided pages, 2,711. The Daf started it, back in 1923 in Rosh, Rosh Hashanah, Tafresh, Pei 97 and a half years ago. And when it started for the first seven cycles, they used a different version of Shkolem, a version that had only 12 pages, not 21 pages, but 12. After the seventh, so therefore those, those cycles, the first cycles were only 2,702 pages. So if you go back and you calendar it and you look at the calendar, you'll see that we started, they started in Rosh Hashanah in Tafresh Peidal, which was in 1923. But the first seven cycles each took only 2,702 days, 2,702 days, because Shkalem was nine pages shorter. It only had 12 pages, not 21 pages. On the, and the eighth uh, cycle, we're now in the, we're now in what, in the 14th cycle, right? We're in the 14th cycle. I think we're in the 14th cycle now. The, right, the, the Machsor, the 14th. In the 14th cycle, in, in the eighth cycle, they began this version that we have now of Shkalem. And you'll see there's no Rashi here. There's different Achronim. There's a Shikla Yosef, the Takan Chadatin, Takan Tikin. There's different Mephoshim trying to, to explain this. Um, but uh, it's set up in the format of 21 pages so that the total number of pages in Shas that we learn, there's many more pages if you count all the other Masechtas that are Mishnayis. We learn 40 Masechtas. All those Masechtas basically have Gemara, but not really all of them. Kenim and some of the small ones are just Mishnayis also. But they chose, whatever reason was, they chose the, those 40 Masechtas out of a total of 63 or 76 Masechtas and Shas, depending on how you count them. So there's a lot more, many more Masechtas which just have Mishnayis. The other ones that we don't learn just have Mishnayis, although a few that we learn, like the smaller Masechtas at the end of Kachim, also are just Mishnayis. But, um, but this, so there's, that's, how we have, that's how we have 40. And, and this, this is the version of Shkolm that we use that has 21 pages, and that's how we get to 2711 pages. Um, <clears throat> now, Be'echa um, Ba'adur, says the Mishnah at the beginning of Shkolem. Uh, Shkolem, of course, means we bring the half a shekel that they had to bring every year. We laned it a couple of few weeks ago, Kisisa. Uh, we laned it Kisisa, and we also laned it in Parsha Shkolem, that you have to, everybody has to bring a chatzis shekel to the base of Migdash. And with that, with that money, they funded the Karbanas, the public Karbanas. So it says like this, says the Mishnah Be'echa Ba'adur at the beginning of Ador, Mashmin al-Shkolem, they proclaim, everybody, time to get your Shkolem ready, time to send your money into the base of Migdash, well, as we'll see why, because the beginning of Nisan, that was the calendar year for Karbanos, the beginning of Nisan, they started using the new monies. 
They started using the new monies. If they had any old money left over, it had to be transferred, the Kedusha, etc. But they started using the new money. They withdrew money from the temple uh, bank account, whatever you want to call it. Actually, the temple treasury, let's call it the treasury. They took those shkolem. They didn't have banks and things like that. They had actual shkolem. And with those new monies that they that they raised uh, until the first of Nisan, until Rosh Chodesh Nisan, which was the beginning of the new year, for Karbonos, they, they funded the Karbonos. They, they, they took that money out of the treasury and they funded him. So uh, at the beginning of Ador, as we'll see, it was Ador Shani if it was two Adars. At the beginning of Ador, uh, they proclaimed everybody, you know, it's time to send your money, your money out. As we'll see, this was done by Besden. In those days, they didn't have a regular, uh, I guess, mayors and, you know, whatever, treasurers and things like that, or the IRS or whatever you want to call that, the ones who raised the money. It was the Besden that was responsible. And the Besden had a tremendous amount of power. Besden didn't only decide cases of life and death or money, money matters. They also made proclamations, and they had shluchim that went out and checked things. So, number one, they proclaim that you have the time to get send the shkolem in, like a reminder. And number two, I'll acclaim that over the winter, things could have gone bad. You might have mixed a few different species. Go into your fields and make sure there's no climb. And on the 15th of Adar, Koranus of Megillah, that we all know. 15th day, they Koranus Megillah, where Bekrochem, in the large cities that, 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 had surround, that were surrounded by walls when Yoshua came into Eretz Yisrael. So, in the, so that was done on the 15th. And also on the 15th. So the beginning of Ador, first of Ador, they proclaim, everybody send your money in. And go out and check your climb in the fields. Make sure there's no climb. On the 15th, they did several things. They read the Megillah. They fixed the roads. What, is, what do we mean? We're now getting ready. 15th of Ador is 30 days before Pesach. It's time now to fix the roads after the harsh winter. They didn't have paved roads like we have today, and they didn't have all the, you know, the, all the tashtit, the, uh, <clears throat> all the infrastructure, and things went bad during the winter. The winter destroyed much of, uh, of the landscape. So they fixed the roads so that people would be able to be, all oh, the regal come off the regal, that's and, and the, the streets, that's mikvasamayim. The mikvas got filthy. Again, the, uh, the mikvas probably were outdoor, or if they were indoor, they were, it uh, wasn't that indoor, you know, and they got dirty. Things had to be cleaned up. Those in Kol all the public works were taken care of at that time. Umetzainas Akvaros. Kvarim, grave sites, again, they didn't have what we have today. They put a little cement on it, maybe, they covered it up, and then it was washed away over the winter. So they went, make sure to mark the Kvarim so when the Ola Regal, including Kohanim, would come up, they wouldn't become Tomei by walking over a kever. The Yotzin Afala climb. Now, when they proclaimed on the first of Adar, they said, make sure you don't have any climb. On the 15th, Besan sent out messengers, you know, uh, checkers, uh, whatever you want to call that, pakachim, you know, uh, um, uh, whatever, people who are officers who were in charge of uh, checking and seeing and going into the fields. And if there was any climb, they would destroy it. They would uproot it and destroy it. As we'll see later on, they're going to describe. That's what the first Mishnah says in Shkolem. Lo why on Adar, says the Gemara? So that the Shkolem would come on time. And they would be there by the first of Nisan. They gave them 30 days, get your money in on time. So that the that would be there by the first of Nisan. And then on the first of Nisan, then they can withdraw money from the the Trumas Alishka, meaning the Truma that was given, they can withdraw those money from the treasurer, from the new funds, 
Bismana on time, Bechab Nisan. That's what we see. You're given 30 days. 30 days is the normal amount of time that was given so that they should be able to withdraw, the, the, have, the, have the money ready at the beginning of Nisan and withdraw it out. Umar, Shmu, Umar, Umar Reb Shmuel, you see already the strange Lush. Umar Reb Shmuel, Bar Yitzchak, explains it. Chumas Alishchat Ketchilasa. Why is it like that? Because the Chumas Alishchat that we take out all the time throughout the, whenever there was a base of Mikdash, is like the original time, like the original when they made the Mishkan. In the first month of the second year, that's the Nisan, Bechad Chodesh, Hukama Mishkan. The Mishkan was established, was, was uh, built that, was finished that day. Vitani alone, we learned there, Biyom Shehukama Mishkan, Bobayom Nitra Chuma. On that day, that they that the Mishkan was completed, they started withdrawing the money and bringing the Karbanas from the public funds. So just like, just like then it was done, the first of Nisan, same here we also has been by the first of Nisan. And Reb Tavi, Reb Yoshia, B'Shem Rav Khan, again, you see you're missing like Omar Reb Tavi, that's how you have the strange Lashon over here in Shkalem. Reb Tavi, Reb Yoshia, B'Shem Rav Khan said, well, it's more than that. Nemer Khan Chod Right, it says over here, Zos Olas Chodesh Bechadsho Lechadshe Ashana. Right, but each month, Zos Olas Chodesh Bechadsho Lechadshe Ashana. Each month, Venemal Halon Chadshe, and it says later on, Rishon Rishon Lechadshe Ashana that we just said by right on Parshas Chodesh. Right, the Shabbos we said the Shabbos four we said Parshas Chodesh. Read Perak Yud Beis in Shmos Vosik Beis. It says Chodesh Ashana, right? The Chodesh Ashana, Ma Chodesh Shenemar Laholan Eimon Elmi Nisan. As we said, the Chodesh Azei Lechem Rosh Chodeshim. Av Chodesh Shenemar Khan, the first month's on Chodesh and Ella Ella. We also only counted from Nisan. You only count from Nisan. So the point is that you see Psukim in the Torah teaching us that just like at the time that the Mishkan was established, we count from Nisan. So whenever Karbanas are brought. We count Nisan as the beginning of the year, and that's when they start removing funds, and therefore you have to contribute funds during Adar so that by Nisan, the beginning of Nisan, all the funds will be intact and ready to be withdrawn to fund the Karbanas. All right, we'll pick it from here tomorrow. There's a little dot in my Gemara here, but there's various gears in these Gemaras. We'll pick it up from here tomorrow, and this Bryce will be expanded because the next point is, is that this is only, he only mentioned the end of the Bryce, so you should say the whole Bryce, and you'll have all, so to, to understand the whole Gemara. All right, so tomorrow again, we'll, we'll, uh, We'll start. We'll start over again. So we'll just we clean. This is just a little bit of a preamble, and we'll tomorrow will be Dapes, and it's a three-week mesechet, so it's an easy to make a seam on this mesechet. Uh, if uh, you haven't made the past ones, all right. Shkoyach. Have a good day, everybody. Call to, call to.